0: Alleluia alleluia. alleluia, alleluia. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Herod was the one who had John the Baptist arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodotus, Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and a holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. She had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. Herodias' own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guest. The king said to the girl, ask of me whatever you wish and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even half my kingdom. So he went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? She replied, the head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once, on a platter, the head of John the Baptist. The king was greatly distressed, but because of his oaths and the guest, he did not wish to break his own word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl, in turn, gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. My dear friends, for those of you that are on the Catholic Bible bus, we're still reading 1 Corinthians. So as you go home and you're following along this week at home with what this church is doing, please pay attention to 1 Corinthians and uh, the Gospel of Luke right around 23, 24, and 25. And today we celebrate, uh, we did Mark today because of the feast, but today we celebrate this feast day of the martyrdom of St. John the Baptist, or the beheading of St. John the Baptist, which is a story we had in our gospel. You know, at least two times in the scripture, Jesus praises John the Baptist. Two times record it, maybe more, but I'm sure he even did it more. It's just two times that it got written down that he praised John the Baptist. That tells us we should pay attention to John the Baptist. And he's the only saint that we celebrate his death day, like today, and his birthday when he was born in the world. He's the only saint except for Mary, the Blessed Mother, and Jesus. Everyone, that's, these are the only three. So he's one of the most important saints. I hope you um, include him in your, when you ask for intercessors, when you ask the saints in heaven to do things. John the Baptist is a very powerful intercessor with God and is our friend. So, I'm just going to talk about five things about the life of John the Baptist that should intersect your life in some way. There's more than five, but I'm just going to talk about five, mention five and talk about the last one today for the homily. So what are the five things? John the Baptist was a man of fasting, so life. John the Baptist was a man of deep prayer. Uh, Prayer is a part of the spiritual life. John the Baptist was a man who entered into the silence. Having times of silence is part of the spiritual life. And John the Baptist today, we see about his courage. He was a man of courage, not afraid to speak the truth, even when it meant his own life. I'm sure he could have gotten out of being killed. He was in prison a long time in Herod's prison. He could have talked his way out of it or retracted or done something to get out of it, but he held to the truth and he paid with his own life. So that's the the virtue of courage, dear friends. Courage is one of the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that we receive at baptism are something we should be praying for every day to grow in those seven gifts of the Spirit. You should know them by heart because you're praying for them every day. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding, counsel, courage, piety, and fear of the Lord. These are the seven original gifts God gives to us when we're babies that need to grow in our life. So we need to ask God for the grace for these to grow. And courage is important, friends, because it's one—you know, you need courage for all the other virtues. It's one thing to know the right thing, but now you have to do something. <laughs> it's one thing to know, um, understand something, but you have to do something. It's one thing to receive counsel from the Holy Spirit or from a friend, but then you have to act on that. So courage is the one that puts what, It puts it into action in the world. It's the one that we really need the most. We have to have courage to put into action piety and knowledge and fear of the Lord. Right? It's a good thing to know about piety, but if you never pray, put that into action or treat people as if God dwells in them, then it doesn't do you much good. So we all need this virtue of courage to put what we know and what we believe and what God tells us into action. And... Let's just think about something else John the Baptist is known for, evangelizing, right? John the Baptist, is he not a proto-evangelizer out there in the desert, making the way for Jesus to come into people's lives? That's also our mission, to evangelize. And we need courage for that. You know, there's a lot of times fear holds us back. We need a little courage. Here's Here's one way to get started that I think is... all of us can do this week. So next time you're talking to someone and they mention something to you, they're having some problem or something's going wrong, just stop right there and say, can I pray for you? Can I lift that up to you in prayer? Can we take that to prayer right now and ask God to heal you or ask God to help this person you're telling me about? That's evangelization. You're sharing with them the love of God and the truth of God.